And welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. I am Chris Borda, owner of Yes Fitness, coming to you from a wet, cold, raw Tuesday in Burlington, Connecticut. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say today. I always appreciate it. Hopefully, I give you some information that is useful for you. I think today's information is some really good stuff. Um, stuff that kind of makes sense but we got to keep scientists you know with something to do so we spend a lot of money on studies on things that just really make common sense but so I just go this is a study hot off the press anyway we don't have any housekeeping today it's uh, mid-october no housekeeping What's going on we're in the middle of our covid cleanup challenge this week is the halfway mark, so people are coming in, getting their weigh-ins, getting their body composition, giving an idea where they stand, and hopefully it will propel them in the next three weeks to make enough changes so that they can win a free membership from us down here at Yes Fitness and some other cash prizes and things like that. So that's all we got going on um, right now down here at Yes Fitness. So let's just get right into us. So we want to talk about a study recent study that links junk food to age marker in chromosomes. So short telomeres are one of the nine hallmarks of aging. We've talked about them before. Short telomeres is a hallmark of aging. They're a marker of biological aging at the cellular level. And a new study suggests that diet is a factor in driving these cells to age faster. People eat a lot of industrially processed junk foods are more likely to exhibit a change in their chromosome linked to aging. This is according to a recent research that was presented just literally on Tuesday, <coughs> excuse me, so it's hot off the press, at an online medical conference. Everything's online now, right? We can't go to anything, so everything is online. So at our, our most recent online conference. So first, what I thought I would do is what is industrially processed junk food or ultra processed food because there is a little bit of difference between processed food and ultra processed food so when it comes to the grocery store right <coughs> excuse me the aisle of processed food is like almost skip this area don't go down this aisle you know the chip aisle stay away from this, this is the worst part of the american diet and since we've all heard about how bad junk food is for our bodies and for our waistlines, we've heard about it for so many years, that's not what I want to talk about today. However, you may have started been hearing this term. It's talked around in nutrition areas now, news, it's ultra-processed foods. And this is a category of foods is making headlines as recent research connects it to major risk factors, major health risk factors. So what is the difference between regular processed foods and ultra-processed foods? Well, by definition, a processed food is simply one that's been altered by its or from its original form. So if it's been altered from its original form, it's considered being processed. And the International Food Information Council, Council defines processing as any deliberate change in food that occurs before it is ready to eat. So pasteurizing it, canning it, drying it, or heating it are all considered forms of processing. Some definitions even include refrigeration in the mix. So unless you're plucking an apple off a tree or drinking milk right from the cow, the vast majority of food that we eat 
are technically processed. But basic preparation and preservation techniques should not, and certainly don't turn wholesome foods like whole grains or, or vegetables, frozen vegetables, into junk food. Or we'd be able to eat anything, right? Just because something has gone through a process doesn't mean it is unhealthy to eat. So maybe it's time for us to rethink about our mentality about processed foods and direct more attention to what's called the so-called ultra-processed foods. Because research reveals it's specifically ultra-processed foods that can cause health problems, including an increased risk for obesity and cancer. But the parameters around ultra-processed foods are less clear than those around processed foods in general. So what exactly this term refers to depends upon who you ask. So it's not really defined out there yet. The, ultra, the idea of ultra-processed foods was first introduced by a Brazilian nutrition researcher in 2016 in a study that linked foods with cancer. This research broke processed foods into a classification system known as NOVA, N-O-V-A. And at one end of NOVA spectrum are unprocessed or minimally processed foods like fresh fruits, vegetables, and eggs. And kind of foods that you would see in like a clean eating program. And then the other end of the ultra-processed foods is defined as industrial formulations, something that has five or more ingredients in it. And since 2016 study, different foods on the effects of ultra-processed have been differentiated different definitions. And it doesn't seem to be any single clear accepted set of criteria. So from what I've seen, my research, I would say that there's no consensus of the definition of processed or ultra-processed foods. In essence, pinning down the exact nature of processed foods is still a work in progress. We need to understand the more processed it is, the further it is down that, that spectrum, and probably the worse it is for our health. But let's get back to the study. If you have three or more servings of a so-called ultra-processed food per day, double the odds that strands of DNA and proteins called telomeres found on the end of chromosomes would be shorter compared to those people who rarely consume those foods. And that was reported by scientists at the European and International Conference on Obesity. So short telomeres, like we said, are a marker of biological aging at the cellular level. And this study suggests that diet is a factor in driving the cells to age faster. So just to remember what a telomere is, okay? A telomere sits on the end of our chromosomes, or on the end of our DNA, protects them, okay? And one thing to keep in mind is, while the correlation is strong between nutrition and this aging marker, the causal relationship between eating highly processed food and the diminishing of telomeres remains speculative. So there's not a causal relationship yet, so more research needs to be done here. Each human cell has 23 pairs of chromosomes that contain a genetic code. So again, to review what a telomere is, they're like the aglets on your shoelace. They protect the DNA. 
and as they get shorter, the DNA is more likely to die. So telomeres don't carry genetic information, and they are vital for preserving the stability and the integrity of chromosomes. And by extension, the DNA that all the cells in our body rely on to function. So as we get older, our telomeres shorten. They naturally become shorter and shorter over time. And this is because each time a cell divides, part of the telomere is lost. That reduction in length has long been recognized as a mark for biological aging. So scientists wanted to explore uh, a suspect connection between, suspected connection between the regular consumption of highly junk foods and the shrinking of the telomeres. Now, earlier studies have pointed to a possible link with sugar sweetener drinks, sugar sweetened drinks, processed meats, and other foods loaded with saturated fats and sugars, but the findings have been inconclusive. Ultra-processed foods are, in, are industrially manufactured substances composed of some mixes of oils, fats, sugars, starch, and proteins that contain little, if any, whole or natural foods. They often include artificial colorings, emulsifiers, preservatives, and other additives that increase the shelf life, but also increase profit margins. So this also means that these foods are nutritionally poor compared to less processed alternatives. So early studies have shown strong correlations being between ultra-processed foods and hypertension, obesity, depression, type 2 diabetes, and some forms of cancer. These conditions are often age-related insofar as they are linked to oxidative stress and inflammation known as known to influence the telomere length. It's so like scientists took a look at um, health data from nearly 900 people age, over age 55 or older who provided their DNA samples back in 2008. And they provided detailed data about their eating habits every two years thereafter. The 645 men and the 245 women were equally divided into four groups depending on a consumption of ultra-processed foods. Those in the high intake group were more likely to have a family history of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and abnormal fats. That also consumed less associated less foods associated with Mediterranean diets, which had fiber, olive oils, fruits, vegetables, and nuts. So when we compared the groups who ate fewer ultra-processed foods, the other three showed an increased likelihood of 29, 40, and 42% relative of the shorter telomeres. The worse the diet, the shorter those telomeres were. These findings were published early this year and are uh, peer-reviewed American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. So if we take a look at this, scientists show a robust, strong association between ultra-processed consumption, ultra-processed food consumption, and telomere length. But in reality, further research in longer, longitudinal studies with baseline and repeated measures of telomere length is needed to confirm these observations. So it's not causal yet. So certainly, we all pretty much know that eating all this junk food and all this processed food is just not good for our health. 
It's not good for cancer. It's not good for diabetes. It's not good for our waistlines, cardiovascular disease, all these things. But now we're starting to show some real possible causal effects on the shortening of the telomeres, one of the hallmarks of aging, and uh, our ability to live longer, happier lives. So, um, this study is very interesting. It's one that you would say, oh, it kind of makes sense. But it really gives us more concrete information on how and things that we can do to help live a longer, healthier life. So there you have it. I hope this was informational for you. And you can look for more insight on how to get fit feeling longer and live better than next Tuesday. Thanks for watching. I appreciate it. And have yourself a great evening.